address in this box, a photo ID, and the address of her next of kin. If I fucking left, I'm gonna die here, ladies. We need a fucking doctor right now. You asked me about some fucking numbers, but I knew what I wrote to sit down. I need a fucking doctor. You a mean bitch. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. We gotta stop this right now. You don't know shit about me, okay? Don't be calling me no bitch. You don't know nothing about me. Here I am acting all courteous and shit, trying to spark up a conversation. Nigga gotta call you a bitch to get Look, your I'm attention. I'm a black woman, okay? I deserve respect. Don't be calling me no bitch. Hey. If I'm a bitch, your mama's a bitch. bitch. Say that black woman shit, okay? You bleed once a month just like the rest of the hoes. And we ain't talking about my mama. We talking about just stuck. What's up? I ain't seen in a couple days. What's been happening? Man, get off that shit. It's over. It ain't nothing nobody can do about it now. What do you want from me, man? Nothing. Just came to see if you was all right. See how you been doing. Well, I ain't... I ain't talked to nobody, all right? I know Cool. Always will be. I just came to see what's up. Let me tell you something, B. I'm only playing your fucking game because ain't shit else to do. But don't you ever pull a gun on me again in your life. Well, I hope I won't have to. Yeah, we all go down if you do, because we all crew. Just try me if you think I'm bullshit. <laughs> Look at this. Brother finally decides to stand up like a man and throw down. Too bad Raheem had to die first, huh? It's over. Everything starts from now. We all go down unless we stay together. Ain't no one man above the crew. You know that shit. Crazy, man. You know what? When you said that last time... I was kind of tripping, right? But now, you right. I am crazy. But you know what else? I don't give a fuck. Good evening, and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. On June 16th, 1971, Tupac Amaru Shakur was born in New York City. Fanny Shakur, mother, guru, Black Panther, she was all that. But she gave birth to Tupac. And he became this hip hop icon. And tonight on the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast, we talk about his films because 
in the short time that he had. Well, let me let me reverse that because I I I'm one of the few who believes he's still alive in Cuba. He's not dead. So wherever he is, Tupac. The films. Roger Ebert said something interesting about Tupac. I know sometimes we we gotta watch what Roger Ebert says because it's not it's not always uh, positive. Tupac's film appearances uh, were in uh, the 1991 film Nothing But Trouble, a cameo by Digital Underground. In 1992, he starred in Juice, which I just played, where he plays the fictional Roland Bishop, a militant, haunting individual. Rolling Stone's Peter Travers calls him the film's most magnetic figure. And then in 1993, Tupac starred alongside Janet Jackson in John Singleton's romantic film, Poetic Justice. Tupac then played another gangster, the fictional Birdie in Above the Rim. He's in a few scenes of that. Soon after Tupac's death, three more films starring him were released. Bullet, Gridlock, and Gang Related. Director Alan Hughes had cast Tupac as a sheriff in the 1993 film Menace to Society, but replaced him once Tupac assaulted him on the set due to a discrepancy with the script. Nothing, uh, nonetheless, in 2013, Hughes praised that Tupac would have outshone the other actors because he was bigger than the movie. For the lead role in the eventual 2000 film Baby Boy, a, f- a role played by Tyrese Gibson, director John Singleton originally had Tupac in mind. Ultimately, the set design includes the protagonist's bedroom, a Tupac mural, and the film's score includes Tupac's song, Hail Mary. Mm. He could act. He could act. Whenever he did a film... I mean, myself and many other people felt this man could have won an Oscar. It was that good. Gridlock is not the greatest movie, but it has some really... Well, first of all, I mean... Here we go. Him and Tim, him and Tim Roth, come on. The problem is, it's got to go Lansing and back. These things take time. Temporary Medicaid cards are issued only for medical necessities. Why is everything such a fucking hassle with you guys, huh? I'm sitting here ready to help and you're giving me... Bullshit about medical fucking necessities? It is a fucking necessity for me to get into fucking detox before I kill some motherfucking body! You understand what I'm fucking saying? (laughs) Yeah, I understand. Oh, I understand. Let me see if you understand this, my man. Rules are rules. Am I supposed to change them because you're sitting across there screaming? Take a look at you. You fucking walk in here after five, ten, however many years. And because today is the day you decide to kick, the whole fucking world is supposed to stop. Is that it? We all have been waiting for the day that you come through that door and tell us you no longer wanted to be a fucking dope fiend, right? Get the fuck away from my desk. 
brother, my brother, look, it's been a long day. We're all stressed out. We've been getting the runaround. And we really don't know what to do. Downtown. Woodward and Jefferson. Thanks a lot, my brother. Come on. So what are you saying? Saying we stick this to somebody, huh? Hey, man. Evidence points to wherever the fuck we want it to point. <laughs> Stay fucking I'm telling you, we can provide so much fucking evidence that even the asshole we pick will think he fucking killed him. Huh? So you got an asshole in mind? Don't worry. Don't worry. Huh. We'll find a killer. There's lots of them out there. got a couple of clips in the basket. You've got gang-related. Let's see what else we got here. Ah! We already played that. You got juice. You gotta be careful because of the music. <laughs> she actually believed you was coming back to save us or some shit. money in her life than she ever had. And I did that. I bought that back. And when us side by side, together as brothers, can't nothing stop us. Nothing. You think I came back here to work for you? Come on, man. We brothers. And now you working for me? We be partners. What, selling this shit? You that don't. Fuck you think you're talking to, man? 
This ain't nutso. This ain't that dope head on the roof taking orders from you. This ain't your same little brother following behind you trying to go outside. You ain't the motherfucking man no more. I'm the one. Shit has changed. It's a new day, bruh. You can't clean up your act. Suggest you raise the fuck up. Get the hell out of Dodge. Get caught up. Woo! That's above the rim, Tupac. Tupac was on television, too. But it was late night. So when when people talk about Tupac to me, I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, I remember Tupac. I remember Tupac. Remember when Roseanne had a late night show that competed with Saturday Night Live? Yeah. Tupac and Ice-T were on it. my show my guests tonight are two of the very talented if somewhat controversial musicians Tupac Shakur and Ice-T gentlemen welcome where did you guys come up with those names uh, I can't speak for Tupac but I was named after my grandmother (laughs) right right One's heritage. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I hear you're, you two are involved in a benefit organization called Project Inner City. Hmm. Tell me about it. Well, we're really excited about it because uh, they're helping kids find alternatives to drugs, gang violence, and teen pregnancies. Great. Yeah. Well, I like all three. It's hard to choose which one, you know. Uh, Did you know that over 90% of teenagers out there are having sex, you know, right now? Without the use of a condom. Mm, gosh. Yeah, it feels a lot better without them. <laughs> See, you got your political leaders all talking about this information superhighway, but all the kids in South Central is getting left in a ditch. Right, yeah. I'd like to see both of you in a ditch. Yeah, yeah. Your, your shirt's off, shoveling and... Me in a tight sundress washing my car with a big hose. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell is she talking about? I don't know. Look, lady, people, it's time for people to wake up and smell the coffee. You know what I'm saying? Government officials out of the gate gotta know what time it is. Right. Yeah, I know what time it is with the big hands on my ass. <laughs> fire like some Benetton ad come to life and, and you and your little kerchiefs running around with electronic equipment oh yeah oh god yeah lady oh. you're missing the point we're trying to send out a message here uh, yeah well, I got that message loud and clear I'm a woman and you're sexy chocolate yeah. Yo, homegirl's bugging man I'm out of here right yeah. you get freaky I'm coming too. Watch out. Oh, yeah. Those are some fun moments with Tupac. So say what you will. 
about Tupac. Mm. Wherever he is, it's got to be good drinking that Cuban coffee. Yeah. Mm. Here we go. Here's a screen test. Tupac and Janet, they're both new talents. And so we had to do a screen test. The studio required me to do a screen test. I knew that when we were going to do a screen test for Janet and Tupac, we had to have the indelible moment where Lucky and Justice meet for the first time. Lucky comes in and he sees a beautiful girl and he's a flirt and he decides to flirt with her and you see how Justice reacts to him flirting with her. Y'all get number bibs. Automatically. The chemistry was amazing. Why are you so mad? We knew we had something. You must ain't got no man because you always angry. We saw those two together. We like, wow. What do you want with me? I mean, you fly. Your number, son. It's a dance. You know, you see two young people, male and female, and they're circling each other. What's your name, baby? Lucky. Come here, Lucky. He leans into her as he flirts with her. He's got this bullshit on that, baby. And then she flirts back and plays with him. What do you really want from me? Janet was really, really into this. She, she kind of touches herself, and she's seducing him. You want to smell my cootie cat, baby? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here. Jesse. What? Mm-hmm. She's actually playing with him. Her decision to do that basically elevates it to another level because you don't know the joke is coming. You want to smell my punani? Yeah? Mm-hmm. Should we let him? I think so. Come here. <laughs> Crazy black bitches. Psych. <laughs> Works every time. To see those two acting together, it was magic. Oh, yeah. Now, yes, there's a there's a lot of controversy behind Janet. In poetic justice. So let's go over to gridlock, shall we? A fucking statue? Look, if we're in the emergency room, we're off the fucking streets. Once we get in the hospital, we can kick, stretch. What the hell are you tripping off? I'm the one that's going to be cut. Besides, it's a pocket knife. I don't feel comfortable with that. <laughs> Come on, stretch. Can't be out here all night. You bleeding all over the place. You got to go anyway. Where? Where what? Where you want me to stab you? Oh, what do you think is best? What if I stab you in the stomach? I'm gonna hit some organs and shit. Yeah, right. Got the stomach. What about the arm? Man, it's wimpy. Well, if you turn around, I can stab you in the back. Nah, you fucking paralyzed. Okay, my liver's on the left, stomach's on the... No, my liver's on the left, my kidney's back here, my stomach's on the right. My stomach's on the... 
Or is it my kidneys on the left? I think the stomach's the left. I know my lungs right here, and I definitely don't want to punch your lung. What about if I stab you between the organs? You know, like maybe between where the stomach and the kidneys meet. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Right here. Yeah. Back right there, basically. Let's go over there in the line. You fucking want to kill me over That's a moment from Gridlock. Here's a little more. Yeah, well, in a way, because I felt like, well, upon my release, I felt like I wanted to be seen as a complete human being. I'm through, um, like, mimicking characters for people so that they can get a better understanding on what young black males are about. I want to mimic whole characters so that I can get a better understanding on what men and human beings are about. So now it's like I don't care about making people understand how we are. That's what I used to do. Every part was just about digging deeper into who young black males are, and I felt like I was an actor that could do that. I'm not interested in that. And Spoon is my first venture into breaking off into that new philosophy as far as it being... Um, not all sad, not violent, um, not all serious, you know, and it's funny. To somebody who just hears what, that I'm a heroin junkie, they'll think, oh, it's just the same thing. But that's part of the love that I, that I get when I see them see the movie and they go, oh, you know, and then it's a heroin addict like you've never seen. It has so much, well, it's really got a lot of realism in it because, I mean, in real life, you're in a horrible situation, something funny happens, yeah. and it's so funny. Yes, and that's what I like. And we're like, um, it's like, we always joke, me and Tim, that it's an action movie. We're action stars now. We're running and stuff. And if you look at us, we look like the two most unlikely action stars in the world. So it's like we're the new, we always joke like we're the new um, Danny Glover and Mel Gibson. I'm the Mel Gibson, he's the Danny Glover. <laughs> 
And that's part of the whole thing now. We just, it's fun for us to do this because he's not used to, the, to this and I'm not used to this. Well, he's, an, he's like an actor's actor, so he's done every part. You know, tennis player, the ice cream cone, you know what I mean? But I haven't played a lot of different parts, so it's fun to, when I do do this, to do it with him. You know what I mean? It makes me feel comfortable. And I can take his criticisms and his praises more seriously, knowing that he knows what he's talking about. So that's Tupac talking about Gridlocked with Tim Roth and Tandy Newton. That was an interesting film. Not the greatest. But here's the thing with Tupac. Even if the movie sucked, and some of them did suck, his screen time in... Uh, above the rim eh, sucked it sucked it sucked i remember when i watched it i was so disappointed because he's like barely in it and i remember people telling me that so and when you're a teenager it's like shit yeah he was the best you can say biggie 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 had his moments biggie 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 whatever double album remember that but Tupac did it first. He put out the double album first. All eyes on me. 25 years ago. Can you believe that shit? 25 years ago. My favorite album, though, is, is All Eyes on Me. And and me against the world. I was gonna say me against the world because first and foremost, me against the world. That is such a my god that album. He put out a, a lot of great albums, and in 2017, Tupac went into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Now a lot of you motherfuckers out there say, "Oh well, he's a rapper. It's a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame." Fuck off. Hip-hop belongs in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because it was birthed out of rock and roll. Popular music. Let's go. Whitney Houston's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Madonna's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Beastie Boys are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Led Zeppelin's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Johnny Cash is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So let's get real here. When... You and Gene Simmons and your car chiefs say, well, NWA doesn't belong in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's not. They're not rock. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is about popular music. Depeche Mode are alternative dance trip. So you're saying they don't belong in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? What the fuck are you talking about? And so Tupac, wherever you are, And I mean that. Thank you. Thank you for continuing to be be this influential this influential hip-hop actor, writer, producer, I think he was going to be a director, too. He was an amazing triple threat. He could do it all. And he was really funny. And I want to give a shout-out to my friend who met Tupac. And she said he was really nice. 
And she doesn't tell a lot of people that. And I'm not going to reveal her name because that's her moment. And one day I'll have her on here and she'll talk about it. I don't think he's dead. But that's just me. And it's not the Elvis sighting. Oh, no, no. Elvis died on the toilet. Come on. We all know what happened. But Tupac, there has always been mystery behind it. So we're going to leave it at that. We're going to honor his film record. The music I can't even play. But it's awesome. It's awesome. He really, he really did it. He did it. He did it in a way that not a lot of people can do it now. So on your birthday, your 50th birthday, man. Tupac Maru Shakur, icon, entrepreneur, entertainer. Yeah. Put out the first, put out the double album. Gotta remember, only double albums were like anthologies or opera, three tenors, rock. But it was Tupac who put out the first hip hop double album. In 1996, it was before Biggie. It was before Jay Z. It was before anybody. He did it. He gave you California. I remember the premiere of California Love. That was such a big that video. The video with him and Dr. Dre. He said, "Dre, I'm new on Death Row. Give me some beats." And the rest is history. So as always, unpleasant dreams, Tupac. Happy birthday. Mm-hmm.